Welcome to this week's edition of Gravel Travel. I'm your host, JJ LaRue. The story that I'm doing is a little bit closer to home. It's the story about my wife. It's how she got to the point where she is an adventure rider, um, having not ever done it before and starting life as a pillion with me on a motorcycle to now owning, I think it's a second or third motorcycle already. So, Amanda, welcome to the show. Hi, JJ. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself and tell, tell, us, tell us about what it is that led you to this point where you are now considered, I think, anyway, an adventure rider. Well, I come from a family where motorcycles were a big no-no and it was something that you just never entertained the thought of ever getting onto one. Um, so it was something that I didn't have any experience of until I actually met you. And um, I'll never forget the first day you, you picked me up from the airport and I jumped on the back of the bike with you and I was absolutely terrified and clinging on to you. And when we got to our destination about 20 minutes later, you were like, you don't have to hold on to me that tight, you know. And I was like, but it's really scary because there's nothing to protect you. And I just had this whole thought of motorcycles are really dangerous and you'll get killed on them. So it's something you just never get onto. But as things go and I spent more and more time on the back of the bike with you, eventually ending up on really trick tricky um, gravel roads out in the mountains going hardly any speed at all while you navigated over rocks and through streams. With me as the pillion, I think that gave me a really good sense of what it feels like and what the motorcycle does on gravel roads and, and those kinds of experiences. And there was always a bike that I could be a pillion on. So we did many, many, many kilometers and many different trips with me as the pillion. And I, I remember one of the first ones we did as well, where we were riding in uh, KwaZulu-Natal and we were going through these S-bands. And I said to you afterwards, I said, they really freak me out, they're really scary. And you, you taught me how to look through the corner with you and how to feel the movement of your bike with you. And I think that really, really helped me later on when I eventually decided to get onto my own bike. And what, de what that deciding factor was, was when you got your first KTM in our relationship. And there wasn't a space for me on the back. And I was horrified. I was like, well, where am I supposed to go? And I complained to all our biker friends going, I can't believe he's bought a bike and I can't be on the back with him. Because it was, for me, such a wonderful thing to jump on the back of the bike with you. Um, and all the friends said, well, maybe it's time to get your own. And so that was the beginning of the thought process. And I think within a few months after that, I had my first bike. I don't even think it was a couple of months. I think it was a couple of weeks, actually, where you came home the one day and you said, well, I want to buy this bike. And, and it was a DRZ 400. And from there, it just exploded yeah so I, I mean I remember I went for my first lesson um in Seapoint and this lady took me around the course and it was like so thrilling to learn how to actually 
let go of the clutch and open up the throttle and have this motorcycle turn its wheels underneath you. It was at the age of 40, you experience things differently than what you do at the age of 20 because you kind of overthink everything and you you really experience it on a different level. And I was really excited about the whole experience. And after a couple of lessons, yes, we'd been looking for bikes and it, we decided on the Suzuki DRZ. It was it, There were many factors in choosing the bike. I needed a bike that I could keep up with you in terms of speed, but something that could handle being dropped, you know, if that was the case. Not that that's why we bought that bike, um, but something manageable for me as as a woman and I remember then getting this motorcycle and a friend of ours had brought it all the way from Johannesburg on a trailer and I remember you and Dirk you got the bike ready for me and you put it up in the driveway and it was all ready and I was like okay this is it this is the second bike I'm ever climbing on in my life and I'm gonna ride out of here and I felt so confident and I had all the right gear on my boots and my gloves and my helmet. And I was like, yes, I'm going to do this. And the whole family was standing in the driveway watching me as I got on the bike. And I opened the throttle and I let out the clutch. And as I drove out and turned, I fell over <laughs> and hit the ground. And that was my very first lesson in how to actually handle your own motorcycle because I suddenly realized this motorcycle doesn't feel at all like the motorcycles I've learned on. It's taller, it's heavier, its weight is different, the center of gravity is different. And so it was for me a lesson of like no matter how nice the guys are, just learn to handle your own motorcycle so that you can feel it out and you can learn on your own how to to maneuver it and push it and stop it and, you know, put it on its side stand and let it rest. You know, it's, it's simple things like that that's, that really are so important as a female, as a beginner female rider, um, especially in your 40s, because you don't have the natural thing that you get from being a young person just jumping on a bike and going. So I, I, um, I did a few off-road courses, just to, which I felt was really, really valuable, just to learn how to handle your motorcycle. And I remember the trainer saying, at the end of this, you're going to feel like your motorcycle is smaller. And I was like, this motorcycle is so big. There's no way it's going to feel smaller. And after learning to ride with, you know, one leg on the seat and standing up and learning how to brake properly on, on tar, on gravel, and all those things really gave me so much confidence. And the motorcycle did feel a lot smaller. And from there, we went off and we, we rode in on huge amounts of, um, well, not huge amounts, but we, we did some gravel roads um, out into different mountain ranges. And I slowly built more and more confidence. Um, one of the things that kept on just tripping me up was when I stopped getting my feet to the ground and holding the motorcycle up was a huge, huge thing for me. And um, I fell over in a standstill many a time, um, which is terrifying because, you know, I, I don't know if anybody knows the DRZ, I'm sure all the boys do, um, but the, the petrol starts leaking out immediately and if the, the kill switches are on, the, the, the wheel keeps turning and as a woman it's just like all these elements, it's quite terrifying. It took various tries and various motorcycles for you to find something that you were happy about. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I think um, for me, 
one of the things that held me up with the DRZ was was that I really struggled to get my feet to the ground. And the bike just felt too heavy for me. And so I started investigating and looking around and I then saw this motorcycle the one day I walked past it. And I was like, this bike looks like it's the right size for me. It just looked right. And it was a BMW X country. Um, I then found the owner and he was very kind enough to let me take it around the block. And I fell in love. I was like, this is the motorcycle I want to ride on. After a very long time looking for the right bike, um, we found one and it's, it makes such a huge difference to to have a motorcycle where its center of gravity is lower, so it makes it more manageable for me through the corners. I don't feel like I'm going to fall over. Um, my feet touch the ground. I, I can pick the bike up by myself without any help, which is incredible, um, which means I just feel way more confident with it. It's got a great speed. Um, it goes way faster than the Suzuki ever did which is amazing because I can actually keep up with the boys while we're riding. And on on gravel and going through rocky passes and things, the bike just handles so well and I feel so safe on it. And I think it's really important to have that relationship with your motorcycle because it needs to be an extension of you and you need to have a relationship with it so that you can trust it and it can trust you. And that way you just have such a better ride because you're not – concerned about when you're going to trip up or fall over you can actually just enjoy the ride and enjoy the beautiful scenery i mean let's not forget that i think it might not be it might not necessarily be the right bike for everyone it was the right bike for you because you got onto it and it worked for you some some people might not like it at all well absolutely i mean i think my bike for you would be too small because you know, you're much taller, you're much more experienced with a motorcycle, um, you're much stronger. And I think, you know, for other women as well, um, I, I watch women ride these massive 790 KTMs and I see them on uh, 1200 GS BMWs and I, I, my mind boggles. I don't know how they do it. I have so much respect for them. I think they are amazing. But for me, that size of motorcycle is too intimidating. And I think, you know, it, it's again, it's one of those things that it depends on your mindset and what you believe you're capable of. And I think for me, I suppose I don't believe I can handle the 1200. But, um, you know, maybe one day I'll get the guts to try. Um, but I, I I just think, you know, it's it's one of those things that's, that I think – bikers always say to you is ride your own ride be comfortable in your own space and that for me is I'm so comfortable on on this motorcycle because it makes me feel safe I've often referred to or have referred to our little journey our epic journey we did to Namibia it was 5,000 kilometers of sand and dust and and camping and a lot of things happened and it was such an important part of our relationship as riders together, not just for us as a couple. And a lot of things happened. You fell quite a few times and eventually I had to stop the one day and say to you that I didn't enjoy that. And I mean, what was the experience like for you? 
Um, it was a it was a complete bittersweet experience because every time I had to get onto the motorcycle, especially after the first fall, um, which was it was quite a bizarre thing, um, and I'm sure people have experienced this, and I hope many don't. Um, but I kind of think because I was inexperienced and I tired quite quickly, I went into the bank wall of of sand and I got a massive head shake on my bike and I just heard this voice going open up open up and I opened up but it was too far out of control for me at that point and the last time I'd looked at my odometer I was doing about 90 kilometers an hour and I just remember <clears throat> kind of flying over my handlebars and the bike spinning behind me um yeah so that was that was the first fall and it's obviously terrifying and you, you're in the middle of nowhere. You have to get back on the bike. You, you're terrified that you could break something. You're terrified that the bike is broken and you can't go on any further. And um, so because of that, every, every day when I had to get back on the bike, I had this extreme nervous nervousness. But once the wheels were turning, I was fine. Um, and then, you know, every time that I did eventually come off, um, I think it was three times in total, was – was purely just fatigue, you know, rider fatigue, because I, I think just purely I wasn't experienced enough to be doing those long hours on, on those quite intense roads. Um, but despite that, it was so beautiful. It was just one of the most amazing experiences of my life. I remember we were riding on this wide, wide open, dusty gravel road. The sand was white. And next thing, there was just this whole troop of zebra that were running along next to us. And it's just such an incredible experience because there's nobody else. There's no other car. There's no people. It's just you and your bike and nature. And that, to me, was one of the most valuable experiences of my life. Um, and despite not bonding with that bike as well as I bond with my new bike, it, it, I would never want to not do that again. I would so jump on and go again. Do you think you would have had the same experience in a car or, or, or what made a difference on a motorcycle, do you think? I think what makes it different on a motorcycle is you have to concentrate more so you see more. Whereas in a car, you, you can relax, you, you can sit back and just enjoy the open road, whereas on a motorcycle, you're always alert. You're always looking for the for, for an obstacle, for a thing, um, and because it's open, you you know you smell things and you you just feel that the temperature change. You smell the the blossoms on the fruit trees. You, you know you smell the dust. You can smell water before you get to it. It's it's just a way better experience. If you had to do this again, would you do, would you do it differently or um, yes, in, in terms of riding a long trip, yes, I would definitely want to um, ride more every day just to get myself riding fit. I think like anything, like any sport, like anything in life, you need to practice and get a fitness for it. Um, so I would definitely want to do a few outrides before embarking on a long trip again, but I would definitely want to do a long trip again. Um the camping was quite tricky because I'd fallen and your body is so sore um, and you're lying on a tiny little air-blown mattress 
Um, and and so that was that was a little bit uncomfortable. And thankfully, I have an amazing husband who, after my third bad fall, was like, "We're stopping," and we slept in this beautiful, soft double bed <laughs> that night, which was such luxury. But the camping aspect of it as well is just really, really fun. Um, we we camped in a few different places and had very different experiences because of it. And you you meet beautiful people and you just see wonderful places and experience life on a very different level. We've often talked about the importance of writing often, um, which which I don't think you as a writer did enough. And every time you almost have to start over again. Do you want to talk about the importance and what does it mean for you and how do you feel about that? Yes, I mean, I I do think that for me, I had that mental block of being uncomfortable on my motorcycle. Um, and I didn't want to ride because I was terrified every time I, I got onto the motorcycle. But now having... And this is where it's so important to choose a motorcycle that you are comfortable with, not what everybody else thinks you might be comfortable with, but what you are comfortable with. I'm comfortable with my bike now, and I think I will ride a lot more because I don't have that fear. Um, And I think, yes, it is important to ride. Uh, It really is important to, to keep your senses in, in check and to, feel it because it's not like getting in a car and and just going and it yes it's a bit like riding a bicycle but as an older rider that's only been riding for five years it's important to keep yourself practiced practice makes perfect I would definitely I would definitely want people to women to experience riding um it is such a, a challenge and it puts you so out of your comfort zone. But at the same time, it is such a rewarding feeling to overcome fear and to to face challenges like going down steep hills on hairpin bends on your motorcycle and making it to the bottom unscathed and then riding it out again and... Um, and and it's, it's just such a feeling of success and empowerment to be able to to do things that you never thought you were able to do. And besides that, it's also amazing to be in nature, to be that close to nature, to stop in the middle of nowhere where you hear nothing but maybe the breeze through the fence and it's just clouds rolling in and beautiful beautiful being in touch with nature and it's you and your steel horse riding in this beautiful environment it's it's absolutely empowering and gorgeous you kind of want to run out into the world and just inspire and get everyone to go and get a motorcycle and and try this themselves don't you yes absolutely i i think you know for for everybody adventure comes in all different shapes forms and sizes and this kind of adventure was something I never saw myself in. And so it's very, it, it really surprised me to, to enjoy it so much and, and to, to feel so empowered by it. And I would encourage people to, to try, I, you know, especially women, women who also have husbands who ride motorcycles. It is, 
it's been such an amazing thing for my relationship to to do this with my husband because it's brought us closer. It's something that we share. It's something that we have fun with together. And, you know, even if you're not, you, you don't want to ride your own motorcycle, get on the back with him, you know, go and go and do an art ride in the morning, go have some tea or coffee somewhere. It's fun. It's great. It's, it's beautiful to be outdoors. It's, it is so empowering to, to do something that puts you out of your comfort zone and succeed at it. So go and put yourself outside of your comfort zone and do something crazy and fun today. Go ride a motorcycle. <laughs>